Hey, Pearlside, small group leaders and coaches, Michelle here with Pastor Billy. We're here to bring you our monthly leadership guide to help you as you prepare to lead your leadership groups and talk to your leaders about how we're going to prepare for the harvest this coming Easter. And that's what our guide is, Preparing for a Harvest, a Guide to Easter Evangelism. And you know, when you think about a crop or, or crops that are harvested, there's seasons of harvest. And in our church world, in the church calendar, there's seasons of harvest. It's usually Christmas and Easter. So we're heading into this Easter, we really wanted to give some conversation and direction for us as leaders so that we can help our congregation continue to be in the mission field and really reap this harvest and see God do amazing things through it. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to read the scripture. It said, when he, Jesus, saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Matthew 9, 36 to 38. You know what's so great about this season that we're in is, you know, prophetic voices all around the world, all around the country are saying that we are at the beginnings of mm-hmm. the next great revival yeah. coming to the America and to the world. And even our very own Pastor Jim LaFoon prophesied uh, that we're in the beginning stages of revival and just we're beginning to see it in different places, you know, mm-hmm. on different campuses. Asbury Revival from last year was definitely... Definitely a mark of that. And we're seeing more of that on college campuses. We're seeing it here at the University of Hawaii with athletes on different campuses and also just in our congregations. All of our congregations, we're seeing an openness and people getting saved left and right. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's an exciting time. And, you know, we're really believing that this Easter is going to be one of those catalytic moments Mm -hmm. that launches us even deeper into this season of revival. And how we respond to what God is doing is really important. And just look, even looking back at this passage, Jesus said that our response should be to send out laborers, right, or to pray that God would send out laborers into the harvest field. And that's why we're having this conversation, because Easter is one of the times of the year where studies show people are most open to the gospel. In fact, one study showed that, you know, most non-Christians would be willing to attend the Easter service if they were personally invited by a friend or a loved one. And so we want to prepare ourselves to really step into this moment, Mm -hmm. lest we miss this moment of harvest Mm -hmm. and miss what God is doing. And so for us as as, at ProSide, we want to prepare our groups, prepare all of our members, our people, our leaders, us as ourselves, Mm -hmm. so that we can step into this season of harvest and make the most of what God is trying to do. So how do we prepare? Because Easter is a little bit earlier this year. I don't know if you noticed, it's at the end of March rather than sometime mid-April as it is oftentimes. And so uh, we got to prepare now and get ourselves and our hearts ready for this harvest. So how do we get ready for harvest? A couple of thoughts here for ourselves personally, and then how do we prepare our small groups Mm -hmm. as leaders? How do we prepare our groups for harvest as well? So how do we get ready for the harvest? First of all is focus on relational evangelism. Think each one, reach one. You know, one of the key things, themes here at Pearlside is relational evangelism. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just send out a bunch of random invitations, you know, we send out mailers to a bunch of random folks or even just post on social media to my thousand followers, whatever, thinking that was evangelism. In reality, evangelism is meant to be each one reach one. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be personal where I sit down with a friend that I've been sowing into building a relationship with and make a personal invitation. Will you be my guest Mm -hmm. at one of our Easter services? I'll pick you up. We'll go to lunch after or breakfast before or whatever and make a thing out of it. But it's a personal relationship that we've been building that we are now seeking to harvest at Easter time. Because that's when studies show, again, people are most open. Yes, and when you think about a farmer harvesting, the harvest is the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. Then gathering the crop is the beginning, and then they have to do things with the crop after to prepare it to be mm-hmm. eaten. And you think of that's our walk with people, that's discipleship. And right. so we want to each one reach one because we want to walk with them into discipleship right. and then see them then also participate in the next harvest. And you know, it's this is a spiritual it's a spiritual discipline to do this because mm-hmm. I, I know for me, whenever I get around lost people or unsaved people, and I know I'm trying to witness to them. Like I pray up before, you know, I'm like God yeah. help me, give me the words to speak, you know, and and get help me get out of my selfishness and my mm-hmm. insecurity and my you know introversion, whatever. And it's a spiritual discipline to step into those moments. It takes a little bit of effort. Sometimes a lot of effort and a lot of prayer. Say, God, help me and use me in this moment. But it, it is. It, it's, and for us, there should be an urgency for this as well. You know, yeah. All of us you know, probably know of some tragic situation that happened recently. Even in our mm-hmm. congregation, there are a number of them, people in the hospital, tr- accidents, tragedies right. happening. Or even just look at what's going on in the world mm-hmm. you know, with, with, with Ukraine and Israel and Palestine or Lahaina. And you just go, wow, okay. There's an urgency that right. we need to have about this. And yes. this Easter might be the moment that changes someone's eternal destiny, changes the trajectory of their family mm-hmm. and the legacy for generations to mm-hmm. follow. And we need to step into these moments. You know, one of the things that we say uh, before with our team before we uh, at the, on Sunday mornings is, you know, this could be someone's first Sunday. Mm-hmm. So let's give them our best. You know, someone's this is their first time. Let's give them the best that we can. But also... This could be someone's last right, Sunday. Right. This might be the last time they worship in church. This might be the last time they hear the gospel preached. And mm-hmm. we want to give them our best. Yeah. And I think that sense of urgency should always be before us. Not that we live with a sense of panic or fear or anything like that. But the, the scripture says to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Yeah. And when we look at the world, we see evil well, then we need to be the ones that bring good one life at a time. And that's why this is so important. Yep. And so, you know, pausing, reflecting, am I making margin in my life for this, right? Looking at our schedules, looking at our families, looking at our rhythms, making sure if this is a priority, we're making space, we're making room, we're making margin to have God use us in these moments to walk with these people into faith. And leaders, we got to model it, right? We can't say, all right, everyone, let's reach out this Easter. Who are you reaching out to? Oh, nobody. You know, my job is to tell you what to do. No, that's not biblical leadership. Amen. Yeah, we're all in this mm-hmm. together and so we need to model it you know i know for me uh you know I, i'm purposely putting myself in situations like tonight i gotta go do a basketball thing and the reason why i'm doing it i don't have to because i'm you reaching out to somebody to. well That's i really want to go home I mean, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you it's been a long week but I'm, i purposely scheduled this thing so i can be with right. the person that i'm reaching out you to scheduled it i yep. st- totally mm-hmm. scheduled it and even naomi was like you know you, you know you maybe take a break this week i'm like no we're trying to ramp up for easter you know <laughs> so i get it right but it's it's being intentional yes and that's what we want to do in this season so and we have to model it that was my point Mm -hmm. there so focus on relational evangelism think each one reach one the second thing again how do we personally get ready for harvest focus on non-christians or backslidden christians not christians who attend other churches now why this is important is you know sometimes we get into oh you're a christian do you want to come to church with me Mm -hmm. you know on easter when in reality our focus should be those that aren't yet Christians. Right, right. You know, that we aren't don't, planted, that don't have a community. That's right. They're not connected somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're backslidden or they're de-churched, they, you know, they're not Backsl- fellowshipping Backslidden anywhere. just means they've walked away from that's faith, right. walked away from community. Then yeah. by all means, let's, let's get them back into right. Christian community. But what we don't want to do is say, oh, you go to New Hope, I go to Pearl Why don't you come to my church? You know what right. I mean? Like, no, we yeah. want to honor where they're planted because mm-hmm. as, as you said, Michelle, people grow best when they're planted somewhere yes. and you need to be planted where you are and you can grow there. Mm-hmm. And that also reserves our energy to those that genuinely don't know the Lord. Right. And uh, that's where our energies should go. That's what the mission is. Mm-hmm. And so 
who are the non-Christians in your life? Maybe the backslidden Christians, yeah. those that are, have issues, you know, uh, with the church. They, maybe they grew up in the church, they got hurt. Right. Reach out to them. Let's see what God will do. And we've been praying for them since Seek Week in January. Some of you from Seek Week in October. We, we've been praying for our one. We paused and took time there. So this is our opportunity to walk them in. So so great for that. Now let's shift gears a little bit and talk about like how do we prepare as leaders our small groups for the harvest? Yeah, so our small groups must focus on, on, on ProSide members and unchurched guests. Just as we said, mm-hmm. our focus should be on those that don't know, know the Lord or are not connected uh, to a fellowship. And to disciple the members and and to help them to reach those that are far yes. from God. Mm-hmm. And now we got to turn the people in our groups, rather than just consumers, into evangelists and yes. missionaries, right? Mm-hmm. And so to help with this, the second thought here is tripods should be should, should lead by example. Yes. So not just you as the leader, but let's get let's get our tripods yeah. doing it. And when yep. we come to group, we have stories and examples mm-hmm. to share, and maybe even people that we're bringing. I mean, nothing will fire up evangelism like seeing it happen and and we have it on the guide every week you know to pray for that one person by name right. and so this is that great opportunity don't skip over that prayer yes. point i know sometimes group runs late but let's make it intentional in this season that even if we have to move that prayer point up to the front yeah. right we're going to pray every week intentionally and really share and impart to our members in the group as a tribe. We're going to impart to them just the importance of this. And this is where you can share that testimony of the neighbor that you've been reaching out to. Or for me, I'm just making space to meet someone before her cycling class because that's the only time she has. Mm. So I'm I'm there. I'm at the table. You don't want to go to the cycling class? No, I'm not trying to cycle. (laughs) Billy. <laughs> like, no. I mean, you know, that's one thing you could go to the cycling class. No, yeah, we're okay. not going to talk. I'll or talk meet before. before. All right, before. Whatever works for you. Right? But I'm, I'm doing that. I'm sharing that with yeah. them and they're seeing her now walk into group. Right? Wow. So they're seeing this happen and as leaders, we lead by example that's like right. you said before. So you want to use this time to share stories, yep. encourage them and impart this importance. Of and this. imagine if the entire tripod was doing that, right? right? I mean, it'd be just so, there'd be so much momentum mm-hmm. there. And so, so let's start there. And then encourage intentional outreach efforts to connect with the, the lost and backslidden Christians, uh, mm-hmm. lost and or backslidden Christians. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we can ask, what are you doing to reach out? Yeah. What are you doing to engage those in your life? And just being intentional, like having, in, yeah. again, intentionally setting up appointments, setting yeah. up coffee moments or or whatever, right. you know. Like what you said, you scheduled it. So I, I actually asked my tripod, like, who are you scheduled to Good. meet this week, right? And the more regular, the better. I mean, yes. I know we like the random serendipitous moments. Like but God made the way. Yeah, but the reality is, you know, you don't, yeah, it's yeah. it's the consistency. You don't grow through random, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really the rhythms that really make the difference. Mm-hmm. So, and then lastly, help group members identify individuals in their lives whom God has placed on their hearts. You know, oftentimes, you know, uh, you know, people go, I don't know who I'm supposed to reach out to, you know, I don't know, you know, but the reality is like, we, we're around unsaved people all the time. We just often don't notice, Right. What about that coworker or that you know right. that that person that you see just need to be in your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. What about the neighbor you see him mowing mm-hmm. his grass at mm-hmm. five o'clock every day? Go out and have a conversation with them, right. right? Or the team mom, team dad on your kid's sports team or grandkid's sports team, whatever it is. Yeah. But help people think mm-hmm. and and start by praying for them by name yeah. at group. Pray regularly and then inv- and then make a goal to invite that person to coffee or lunch within the next two to three weeks yeah. and uh, see what God does. I mean, we're not. This isn't, you know, like some quota you got to hit. You know, mm-hmm. we just want to be intentional and see what God does. Because yep. if God is moving on people's hearts, it'll be evident when Amen. we are when we are intentional and regular with them. And that's what we want to do. First mm-hmm. of all, get ourselves ready and then get our groups ready for yes. harvest. And I believe God's going to blow our minds with what he's going to do in people's lives as we do. Yeah. 
And I, you know, as you take time to discuss the questions below that are talking about your tripods and who they're reaching or how can you assist your group in reaching, when you discuss this, it's so important to put that name out. I feel, I, I don't know if you remember that one year, Pastor Billy, that everyone uh, put a name on a post-it and oh, then yeah. we walked up and we put them on the crosses and then we prayed for those names. Mm-hmm. They're those names are in the church now. Yeah, a lot of them are. A yeah. lot of them are in the church. There's something about putting that name out, mm. right, and in accountability with the faith of more than just wow. you, yeah. and then standing on it with each other, agreeing with each other in prayer, and then that person comes, yep. and you testify of that, and it's like, they came, and I'm walking with them, and they want to do the one-to-one. There's just something about sharing what God is doing, His faithfulness, right. as we're just willing to put that out there and say, okay, God, I'm going to trust you with this person, and I'm then going to sow into it too. That's right. And if you look at the prayer points down below, pray for Mm -hmm. your one by name, that God would soften their heart and open their eyes to the gospel. So in in LG this month, let's pray for people by name, and then pray for your group to be active in this, uh, reaching their one. God is doing something. You know, we see it all around the world. We see it in our church. Um, But uh, he's, as as we go back to the prayer that Jesus had here in Matthew chapter 9 that we Mm -hmm. read at the beginning, he said we need to pray that the laborers yes. will go out into the harvest field. The issue is not the harvest. Right. And as we see right now, the harvest is starting to it's stir. Ready. Stuff is I happening. Mean, yes. But the laborers need to get out there. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. How do we prepare these laborers, us as the, the, the church, to go out into the harvest field and make the most of right. the season that God is, has in store for yes. us? Yes. And, and leaders, if, if you need to pause and reflect and remember, someone was a laborer that reached out to Ooh, you. Someone prayed for you. Someone prayed for you. Someone mm. was consistent. Dang. Someone didn't give up. And we get this opportunity wow. now to stir our groups to do the same. So I'm so excited as Amen. God opens this miraculous window, drawing people to him that we get to be a part of it, guys. Amen. It's going to be a great Easter. It's going to be a great Easter season as we Amen. each get ourselves involved in the harvest. Each one reach one. God's going to amaze us, I'm sure. Thank you for all that you do, leaders. We're so grateful for all of you. Encourage one another, spur one another on, and let's make it a great Easter to the glory of the King. Amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great week and month. We love you.